Good day, everybody. This is Jay's from Home. I am Matt Gower, and my co-host is my younger brother, Steve Gower. Um, this is a podcast about the Blue Jays. It's about baseball. It's about uh, our lives at home. Steve works from home. I am a stay-at-home dad, so we talk about our lives a little bit. But it's, I would say, two-thirds baseball, one-third our lives. I think that's a, a good enough ratio um, for the listener. Um, and then, hello, Steve. I'm Steve. No, no, I, I no, I'm gonna just talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steamroll this whole thing. I'm gonna just not let you speak the entire time. I'm gonna take total advantage because you let me do the the intro. It's spring training for us too on the podcast world. So I guess it feels. How does it feel to be put in the uh, in the spotlight for a little a little bit? The spotlight? How? I don't know. I'm making you do the work. Oh, I see. I see. Well, yeah, you're making me do the work, so I I, I am I'm working extra hard to uh, hopefully make people understand what this podcast is about. Assuming that, again, assuming that it's more than just our wives that listen to this podcast. Well, why don't we start with uh, today? Let's start it different. Why don't we start with notes from our wives? Because um, Vanessa still hasn't listened, as far as I know, but she did have a note this time, so... Uh-huh. Uh, I thought I'd I'd go over that. So okay. um, I, I was describing how we are recording our process, which is uh, we we call each other on Skype and then um, I download uh, or I record the video and then I download the video, um, open it up in QuickTime and extract the audio and then uh, edit the audio in, in an in uh, audacity. But so she had the idea that uh, when she uses Zoom for work, there's an option to 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 uh, save the audio only as well as the video. So she thought, no, that's a good idea. Let's try using Zoom. And then we looked into it, and unfortunately, the free version doesn't. Not only does it not allow to record audio only, it also is a 40-minute limit for meetings and then the next tier up is for like basically meant for small businesses it's like two hundred dollars a year so unfortunately unless we get sponsored by by zoom we can't we can't afford that yeah so unfortunately it was a good idea because that would make my editing process a lot easier uh it's just uh, not feasible at the moment that's true. And uh, we need to find a way to get Vanessa to listen to the podcast, though, because maybe, maybe she can she has some more notes. Maybe 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 um, she has some baseball notes. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we need to find a way we need to we need to come, put our heads together and find a way to get Vanessa to, to listen. What, what is she interested in other than baseball? What, what would get her to listen to this? Um, well, like uh, personal development, I guess, and, uh, you know, business leaders, that kind of thing. Okay, well, let's t- let let's um at the end at, at, after baseball maybe we can or or maybe we'll have to like put our heads together to 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 come up with a segment. We could we can have the personal development business leader uh, of the week. Uh, let's table that for now. Why not? <laughs> um, so why don't we go into our home run note of the week? Uh, we we okay. have both a home run and a grand slam today. Yeah, uh, well, um, so. I guess we'll start with the home run and, and that's just charlie montoyo's contract extended and that's that's just a positive thing um managers these days are more almost p 
PR guys or, or like communication vessels for the front between the front office and the players, the front office and the press. Um, so it means he's doing a good job and that he's not, you know, uh, he's 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 kind of doing what the team wants him to do in a strategy standpoint and in just a, a communication standpoint. So, so that's that's positive for the for the Blue Jays. And and from a spring training cliche watch, he is on uh, on point with those. I'd say he is uh, batting a hundred percent or uh, or one thousand with his. Yeah, I was going to say it would be a thousand in baseball. Although a hundred <laughs> is actually the more accurate uh, percentage. Um, and we can, I, you actually noted some spring training cliches. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah. But uh, Grand Slam, this I think is a much, much bigger news than the Montoyo extension. Yeah, well, well, um, I, the day before the first televised game in a long time, he went like four for four and had a really great day at the plate. And he's been hitting the ball very hard in spring training. Um, and people are, are saying this uh, could be the year for for Vladdy's uh, breakout, um, and uh, there, well, that there, in itself is kind of weird to say that he's going to have a breakout year because he's been he's had so many ex- expectations on him, right? Yeah, but he's only 22 years old. Like he's still he's still young. Like when I was 22, like I don't know, like I, I was barely working full time. <laughs> you know, like actually, um, what he turned 22 or. Uh, the day that he went four for four, I believe. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and 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 so like uh, it was uh, I think Eno Saris was the who who was the author of it. Let me just get this correct. Uh, just clicking the link of the of the yeah, Caitlin McGrath and Eno Saris wrote wrote this article. Um, let's get out of here. Um, and and I thought it was really interesting that they're they're comparing him uh, power wise and average wise with with Juan Soto and Mookie Betts. Those are like two of the three or four best players in the league. So um, one thing that that um, is probably a little overlooked um, other than uh, uh, Guerrero's like power and, and, and hard hittingness is that he doesn't swing and miss very often. He's he's going to he doesn't strike out as, as often as other players do, which is, I, I think is going to be the theme for the Blue Jays batch this year is is is. Um, they're making an effort, and hopefully we'll see this this payoff of of not striking out as much. Yeah, the, you sent me an, an article from Drew Fair Service, and that's what he outlined specifically was that uh, Guerrero is not striking out in spring training, and that's you know while spring training is kind of um, you know you you take what you basically you pick out whatever numbers you want to make someone look good, but. I think it's it is a good sign that he's being uh, he's very disciplined at the plate and being selective. And I, and I think what made um, him such a touted prospect was that in the minors, like he was he he was very selective at the plate and was able to find the exact pitch that he wanted. Um, and and it's just taken a longer time because in in the major leagues, like the pitchers are like so much better than the arms. Um, in, in the minors, like their their works in progress. Some people are just depth guys that they they need to you know fill in rotation spots. But and so it was it's an easier time uh, being selective and, and and having a plan at the plate. And it's just taking this long for uh, Vladimir uh, to 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 learn that. Yeah, and and I hope though that so that game was against the Phillies. And actually, I have some notes on that game coming up, um, but. Um, they had another game 
yesterday or Friday um, where they, I think they beat the Phillies again, like eight to three or something. And, and all the batters had a pretty good day. So I'm, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that it's not just, it was a poor Phillies staff that they were beating up on. It's a good question because last year, the big knock on the Phillies was their bullpen. So I, I didn't watch the game, um, but uh but the knock on the Phillies was definitely uh, their bullpen was weak. Um, they've tried to address that this year, but it's hard. And, and again, it's spring. So again, how are we ever going to really know what we're seeing? You know, uh, so, so we'll have to just wait and see on that. Yeah. So, and today they're today being Sunday, they're playing the Yankees. So that's and, and, and another, points. Another home run, a multi-home run game, a uh, multi-home run segment here is that this will be the first Sportsnet produced uh, telecast for the Blue Jays. Right, and uh, and radio as well. It's the first radio game too. Okay, and I'm gonna. So will, I'm looking forward be... to that. I'm gonna tune in. Uh, uh, I'm probably not gonna listen to the whole game, but I want to uh, turn the radio on and, and see what it sounds like because. Um, why don't we? Well, why don't we get into that right now? Um, there was an article in the Athletic that was covering how the uh, the radio broadcasts are actually going to be different than TV. It's not just going to be all the TV sounds on the radio. I didn't read that completely, or maybe I just skimmed over it, or maybe I was okay. watching the kids so, while I was reading it. So, so how was how is the radio broadcast going to be different if they're just using the audio feed from the TV? broadcast so it's it sounds like it's just some subtle differences obviously the same the announcers are going to be the same so that's not going to change what from what i understand of of the article is that basically they're you know um shul dan shulman i keep getting the name dan shulman it is dan shulman right um buck martinez they're gonna have to figure out a way to balance between describing the audio for the uh the play for the radio only audience and then also not over describing for the tv audience yep but that aside they also said that for the radio only they're going to have extra uh sounds from the field so like uh specifically at home plate they're going you're going to be able to hear the umpires calls and the and the hits more clearly I wish they on the radio for the for the tv broadcast too i my my one um on a little bit of a tangent here my one kind of criticism about uh broadcasts in general um is that we don't hear enough of what's going on the interplay between the umpire and the players like um every now and then i'll watch like a rugby match or whatever and you can hear the like when they when they make the 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 go for the instant replays or whatever you can hear the conversation going on between both sides you can hear like what they're talking about and you don't there's there's like this level of transparency that isn't there that could be improved upon on on in the on-field presentation well that's that's the same thing like uh i've talked about it before um that i watch curling every now and then like on curling you hear everything that each player is saying to each other and it's interesting to hear that stuff and but i i don't think that they're gonna have that high quality of audio um that you're gonna be able to hear the players talking back and forth why why not though i know like they don't they probably just don't want to have like swear words on tv or whatever but like if they can have like cameras during the playoffs that that just show the angle from a base they can have like 
high definition microphones pick this up like it's 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 within the top technology if they can have robots calling balls and strikes <laughs> and they can have like the 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 batter's eye up on the like on the on the screen they can they can put a microphone somewhere that'll pick up the 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 the, the audio yeah uh, well like i said i'm i'm very interested to hear what it sounds like to yeah. see what kind of level of audio they're going to get mm -hmm. um but other than that they also mentioned that they're not going to have the audio from the tv graphics so like you know all those swooshing sounds when they okay. have a graphic come up they're okay. not going to have that audio on the radio side yeah so because that would kind of be distracting like a little bit yeah it's all like, these oh, that was, that, that's a big swing and miss right there <laughs> yeah well, I'm thinking more of like when, you know, they pop up like some statistics or something on TV. They they always have some sort of noise to go with it, like yeah, for know, when it pops up on the screen. Yeah. But so I think that those were the two main differences. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm going off the top of my head right now because I don't have the article in front of me. But um, I, I think that it will be different enough that you'll be able to like if you watch the game and then tune in later on the radio the announcers will be the same but i it sounds like there will be some level of difference between the two well, broadcasts that's good like i hope that they like put some effort into to making it a, a somewhat separate production for sure yeah I, i'm glad for that and i i hope that it's just this year that they're doing it because um i, I was saying to vanessa this morning when i saw the ontario covid numbers uh for today which are in the 1700s i'm thinking like the blue jays might be planning or hoping to play in canada in july like by july but i don't think that's happening so, well if, if you sent me a, a thing uh saying that they could all be vaccinated in how long two to four weeks but that's that's the mlb players so, like i don't think canada uh, or ontario want to well, Ontario might might allow it, but like because that's what happened last year. Ontario said, "Okay, you can play in Toronto," but then Canada overruled that. Well, if they're all no. if if all the players and staff are vaccinated, why shouldn't they be allowed to cross the border? I don't know, but I I, I just don't see it happening this year. Is that's just that's. Uh, that's just what I see. That's I think probably a gonna... safe assumption. We should assume it's not going to happen. I, I I I just looked at my ball cap collection and I've I, I've got my uh my my Buffalo Bison's hat uh, hanging up there, so I might have to to pull that one out a few times this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, so anyway, let's let's. I don't think I really want to talk more about uh, COVID realities and stuff. We've done that a, a lot over the first three weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, Maybe maybe, so, maybe next next week we'll do COVID fictions. Okay. Uh, I'll, let's go on onto the walk for this week. This was mine that I I wrote down, and this is actually relating to Guerrero's four for four game. It's that's the game. I listed it as a walk because um, I turned. I, I decided. Oh hey, there's a. I'm, I'm working today. There's a Blue Jays game on. I'll I'll open up game day today uh, to watch it and. And as an as a quick aside, this that was like the first time that game day has actually worked correctly for me. Mm. Uh, normally, when I have game day on, uh, the the pitches are like really delayed coming through. So like they'll be in at bat and there'll be like a a five minute wait, and then all all the pitches will come in all at once. 
That but, happens too. Like if you try to do that with the video of what you're watching, so it's not always it doesn't always sync up. But anyway, it's it's uh, it actually they came through you know in real time it seemed like. But uh, it was a walk because I didn't know who was uh, scheduled to start pitching, and um, when I tuned into the game, it was the bottom of the fourth, so the Phillies were up at bat, and I saw that uh, Tanner Roark was no. Exactly. So uh, apparently he had pitched well in the first three innings. But when I tuned in, um, he, basically uh, the Phillies were were taking him uh, like they were picking apart his pitches. Like, uh, hang on, I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, I think I sent it to you. But basically, he he just let like the Phillies just beat him up and. Uh, and they allowed him, to, or he allowed a lot of runs in, and he just completely fell apart in the bottom of the fourth. Okay, and, and that was that was why it was a walk for me. I think I think I think though with Rourke, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt for just at least one start because I they, I have heard positive things uh, being said about his his mindset for this year and how like last year was just a a wash for him so I'll, I'll i'll give him at least one start and see how he performs um and then kind of build from there uh well so i think we have to give him two starts then because if the one start he plays well then he gets one more so i guess it's kind of well, like I think we need to do three then like a best of three like you know <laughs> all right all right <laughs> no wait, maybe four or five or seven well no let's do best of three that's a that's a first round playoff series so <laughs> well like so, um, so, so if, if he if he lays two eggs start wise then then he's done he's done yeah okay. then okay. we go on to the b team two strikes and he's out <laughs> so uh, actually i played in a softball league once where that was that was the rule you only got two strikes but as in other unlike other softball leagues you could foul it off as much as you wanted on two strikes okay. usually that's a third strike and you're out um so I have some notes from that game. Might as well go into them. Because I, I, I was watching, even though I was working at the same time, I, it, with game day, I find it a little easier to to pay attention to it while doing something else. So some of the highlights that I wrote out were, so Simeon hit, uh, he hit a home run in a 10-pitch at-bat. That was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we mentioned Guerrero's four for four with three RBI. So that included two doubles and a triple. Um, and you posted uh, from Jason Stark. One uh, at the time it was written, he was nine for 17 in the spring with five walks and two strikeouts. So there's some more positive news on Guerrero. Um, some more notes about Teoscar Hernandez. I thought he was having a so-so game based on the stats, but then all of a sudden he doubled in the sixth. So that was good to see. And um, not really much read, Good to read. Good to read. You didn't see it. Well, I saw it on game day. Um, not too much happened after the sixth because uh, I thought it was kind of funny. I know this is a regular occurrence in spring training, but the entire defensive lineup was, was uh, replaced all at once in the bottom of the sixth. Only uh, Stripling and, and Jansen were left in the game. Um, but uh, other than that, so I, I mentioned Roark did have a have a good outing uh, to start except with. Except for the end. Had, yeah, except for the fourth. So 
3.1 innings pitched, three earned runs, two walks, and five strikeouts. He threw 35 out of 57 pitches for strikes. And then uh, Stripling, I think he was awarded the win. Uh, he had three innings pitched, two earned runs, one walk, no strikeouts, but 23 strikes out of 37 total pitches. So um, I thought that was a uh, a good outing for Stripling mm-hmm. and uh, a neutral outing for Roark. Now I know that I know that you're just a casual fan, but um, getting awarded the win isn't isn't necessarily a a, a good picture of of. Oh no no I I pitched. I just I was just trying to figure out why I specifically wrote out Stripling's stats as uh-huh. opposed to any of the other pitchers. Yeah. That's as best but I can three innings, figure. Three innings pitched is, is, is three innings pitched and thirty-seven pitches only. That's uh, that's what it said on in the box score. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. Well, and only one walk, so he, he must yeah. have uh, done pretty well. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and and just one last note on Teoscar Hernandez before we go back to the strikeouts. Um, I saw an article from Jays from the Couch who says. Uh, they like Hernandez to be uh, potential to be a league reader for home runs. So I'm going to keep marking those positive notes about Hernandez and and and, uh, and keep an eye on that because I I, I uh, I'm doubling down I guess on my notes from the first episode and saying Hernandez is uh, going to be a leader on the team. Okay, well we'll have to pay attention to that. All right, so strikeout. Um, just going back up my, my list here. Strikeout. My my strikeout? Yeah. Well, okay. the, yeah. Yeah, Nate, Nate Pearson, he re-aggravated his groin injury. So my my wonder is, um, is his health starting to become a concern? He, he, again, he's young. It's early. It's only a groin injury, but he's hurt again. You know, like he, he when are we going to see the, the, the full picture of, 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 of who he is and what he will become as, as a pitcher? I don't have a good answer to that. Um, I I would say it's I'm gonna lean on the too early side. I Me I too. think that it, I think that it, it's good. It's a concern for the team. But as for Nate Pearson himself, I think that if he, I'm gonna say that if if uh, he's not able to make a reasonable amount of starts, and I don't know what that would be because it depends on how the Blue Jays use their starters, but if he doesn't start a reasonable enough amount of games this year due to injury, um, then I, I think that for Pearson himself, that's when it starts to be a health concern. Yep. That makes sense. Sure. Um, and you said what, you had, you put a note hatch also left game. Oh three. yeah. I think that was, uh, I can't remember which game it was last week, but uh, I think it was versus the Yankees. Uh, I think, I don't have a note on what the injury was, but he came off the mound after throwing a pitch. So uh, that's another mm-hmm. another big strikeout because that I think we both agree that the pitching rotation is the the rotation in bullpen is the major weakness. Of the well, game. the bullpen I don't know the bullpen I wouldn't consider that a weakness. I would consider it actually it could be uh, an underrated strength for the for the Blue Jays. Um, uh, they've they've got a lot of good arms in there like Jordan Romano, um, Elvis Luciano. Watch out for him. He's like a, he's I think the youngest player on the team. Um, he could 
uh, end up playing some 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 big innings as well. So we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see as far as that one uh, that goes. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I was going to say my prediction and my hope is that Hatch will be ready by Easter. Do you see what Easter. I did there? Do you see what I did there? Hatch Easter. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Like the, okay, the um, I, I I don't. Uh, I, oh, we have an an error. Yeah, so so last here. week I said that the Brewers signed Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley has not played in the major leagues in like ten years. It was actually Jackie Bradley Jr. that they signed. So uh, that uh, was my 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 error. So my 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 fielding percentage has has taken a hit. Okay. Um, well, now let's let's before we 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 go to the next segment, let's just talk about what uh, baseball hats we're wearing right now because I I see that you uh you picked the Ottawa champions now now why did you go with red and a green shirt are you feeling christmasy here like what's what's going on here um well i well first of all i think the green shirt is the wrong shade of green for christmas um i don't know it just happened i at the time i was wearing a sweater like i said i went out for a walk and it was too warm for the sweater so i took it off so it would have been mainly a gray sweater and a red hat but i pick a and listeners, specifically this hat though, this hat that I picked, because um, we were talking about hats earlier this week, and um, I wanted to. This is so I have two Ottawa Champions hats. So I have this one, and then their fitted blue hat with the red bill. Is your uh, is your fitted blue hat a new era cap or that Z logo? No, thing? it's it's a new era cap. Okay. So that one I like the way it fits, but so this one, um, you see, it's one of those uh, snap back hats you are it's, you are at the edge of the snap like where you can go because if you go one too. more snap that then it just becomes like yeah. it, it's not use, useful so, as, as a snap so this is the the 950 cap um and actually i don't think i have it with me but i but for my one of my softball teams uh a few years ago we decided to put our logo onto hats and at uh i think it's lids that we got it done you can put any any logo that you want on any hat. So I picked the same model of hat so that while I'm playing softball, I've got uh, this. So I found that this the 950 hat is what I think fits me the best. It's, that's why I picked this hat. Okay. And your and your T-shirt says comfy cozy, just so the listeners uh, can tell. And it's and it's I would say an army green, a military green. Okay. And the actually. Um, I will take a minute to. This shirt comes from Vanessa's uh, cousin, who have they have a uh, a company called Graham and Co. Uh, I'll I'm definitely putting that in the show notes. Uh, and uh, it they just they sell like uh, t-shirts and stickers and stuff. Okay. They're not sponsoring officially. All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll talk I'll talk about my t-shirt because we're talking about t-shirts. My t-shirt says pierogi in the Pittsburgh Pirates font. Right, that's, that's my T-shirt and my hat. Now we'll go straight into the next segment for picking our B team. My, I am wearing the 1980s Chicago White Sox uh, uh, red, white, and, and, and navy blue uh, cap that just says Sox across the, the 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 forehead there. And I got this at at an actual Chicago White Sox game in in the stadium. Um, it was late June and. When they call it the Windy City, they're not they're not kidding. Like I like it was cold. I had to buy like a, a White Sox 
hoodie because it was so so cold that that evening like and even during the day like it was like again late june and i would say say maybe 10 degrees celsius for all of our canadian and american listeners was 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 like maybe what it was i was i was shivering and i had i had to get a like chris take out a toque <laughs> a white socks toque well it's a good thing that they sell those in the gift shop so does that yes. mean the chicago white Sox are your alb team they are my alb team um and i they they are probably along with the blue jays on the al side two of the most exciting baseball teams uh to watch play um they've got uh some great young players um uh, Tim Anderson is is an exciting. He's going to be like their their like batting leader. He's and and he's like all about the bat flip. So that that's cool. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch them too because uh, Tony Larusa is their manager this year. Right, I heard, I remember that. He's an old school manager, so like he's going to like have them like bunting and doing stealing bases and doing hit and run like batting into outs basically. But it'll be an exciting way to see them bat into outs, um, and 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 they're basically like people are calling them the favorite to to win the division, um, and maybe we'll get to your team in a second to kind of spoil those expectations. But um, yeah, I just think that they're going to be an exciting team to watch. Um, as far as like we have our our our, our kind of surface level criteria, um, we talked about the exciting players. And we talked about the chance to make the playoffs. Their aesthetic is also pretty interesting. Um, their uniforms are are one of the best in the in the uh, in the league. Uh, classic pinstripes. They've got, like I said, like the '80s white socks that they pull out every now and then. Um, their ballpark is nice. Like I said, I've been there. It's one of the. It's probably a, um, as far as like from a, a drinking beer and food standpoint, um, one of the best. Their their beer. They had some good craft beer and they had. Some some veggie dogs for me and all like the Chicago style fixins there. Um, that's not something you really see on TV though. Um, and their broadcast team is is really good. Um, they've got uh, Jason Benetti I think is their lead um, guy on most of the broadcasts. He does a lot of ESPN broadcasts. Um, one of the most interesting things that I saw it was from not this season but the season before. Um, Mike Shore, Michael Shore from The Office um, guest. Uh, color commentated one of the games. They had a weekend where Michael Shore did one, um, and then there was like a basketball guy. Uh, oh, I forget his name. He was like one of the Hall of Famers, and they got a, like an SNL guy to do one over the weekend. And Michael Shore was really interesting because he's like a big baseball fan. If you watch all the all the all the stuff that he's produced, like The Office and, and Parks and Recreation, there's there's tons of baseball little Easter eggs mixed into to all the episodes. So he was a really interesting person like I, I i rewatched the game like in in like the middle of winter just to hear the, <laughs> the two of those people talk about baseball like it was just an interesting thing to to to, to listen to so and 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 jason benetti he did some of the um like korean baseball uh uh commentating over over the beginning of last year's season as well and yeah he does the national games len casper is also a good broadcaster he signed he switched from the cubs to do the radio broadcast of the uh, white Sox as well so they've just got some really like kind of smart funny engaging interesting baseball voices um to, to listen to when you watch uh them play a game well I, that all sounds good except i think I think I'm going to have to disagree about the uniform. I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% up to date with what their uniform looks like, but I, I find it to be 
if I if I'm thinking of what it looks like, it's it's basically just like the white with black stripes, pinstripes, right? That's yep. what their current their home uniform is. Yeah. I don't know. I I just find that to be a little on the on the boring side. There's uh there's not a lot to it. No, but I I, I and that's maybe where our aesthetic kind of differs a little bit. I think with baseball and I think with baseball, simple is is good. Sometimes you can go too simple, for sure. Uh, but but the simple is 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 good with baseball. Well, um, my team is also in the AL Central. Um, they I believe their uniform. They also use pinstripes, or they have in the past, but they are. I'm not sure what. I don't know if they're going with pinstripes this year. I, I'm not sure, but I know they have used, I think, blue and red pinstripes in the past. I like, I, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure what color their pinstripes are. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's the Minnesota Twins, who uh, I, I've also heard that they have the chance to take the Central Division. For sure, yeah, they do. Um, so I made this choice, and this is similar to the Brewers. I originally made the choice based purely on aesthetics. Um, I, I think they have a great logo and, uh, it took me a long time also to figure out what their secondary dairy logo, uh, means the TC, which is for the twin cities. Uh, Here, here's something, here's something now, I don't know if you ever noticed this. Did you notice that there's a hidden message, uh, in the twins logo? Uh, no. If you look that... at it, if you look at it, the word win is underlined. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, but actually, so the I think that the uh, the font they use for their logo is also uh, very it's it's simple. It's it's a little on the fancy side. But I, I, I like it. I like it. it. To um, me, like it kind of like speaks like it says it's, it's it, it works well. It's timeless. But at the same time, it also kind of like says like 1980s at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the other aesthetics uh, that I know of, so I've never been to Target Field, but of the pictures that I've seen of it, it's it's a very nice looking field. It's it's brand new, basically. Uh, yep. So I would hope that it's uh, got all the modern amenities to it. But it, that was uh, Jose Bautista's favorite, one of his favorite uh, like uh, visiting ballparks to to bat, and he hit a lot of home runs in that one. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. I, I think that it's aesthetically the twins are of of the two teams we introduced today. I think I much prefer the twins for uniforms and logos. Um, now, I didn't note down every part uh, of or I like I, I meant to list down the uh, the players to watch, uh, but I didn't get everything. But I guess it counts as the aesthetic level, but I didn't realize how many ex Blue Jays they have on the team. Like they have yeah. Jay Happ in the pitching rotation. Do, do they? Uh, that's I believe that's what I heard in one of the season previews you sent me. Um, they definitely have Josh Donaldson, which I completely forgot about because I thought he was playing for oh, yeah. Cleveland or something. Um, I believe they have another former Blue Jays pitcher. Uh, I want to say Shoemaker, but I think I'm wrong about that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hang on. I can but yeah, J.J. Hab does, does play for the Twins. I did not... That that passed me by, that uh, that signing. 
Let's see, Minnesota Twins roster. I'm looking this up right now. Active roster. And you know what? While I did the search, I have the uh, the Twins logo came up. They've got a similar logo to the Blue Jays, where it's the circle, and they have a baseball yeah. uh, within the circle. I think that's a pretty classic uh, uh, logo as well, the, that style. And yep. yes, they do have Matt Shoemaker on the pitching staff. I was right about that. Yeah, and Josh Donaldson. So just just to, to to refresh your your history, Josh Donaldson was traded from the Blue Jays. I guess yeah, he was traded to 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 Cleveland, and then he went from Cleveland and he signed uh, with Atlanta, and then after Atlanta, he signed with the Twins. And I think the knock on like he's an exciting player to watch, but I think age is starting to catch up with Josh Donaldson. Um, if he can stay healthy, he can be an effective player. Uh, but injuries has been his his weakness uh, over the past few years. Well, that was the problem with him on the Blue Jays near the end before they traded yeah. him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, there are from the uh, preview I heard there are they do have a good young core. Although I believe I've also heard that this is kind of uh, they're they have like maybe a year or two. To, to really try and push to win in the playoffs. Um, that's kind of the general sense I get of the team. But that doesn't mean that they're not exciting to watch this year. They, they, they're they one of the teams, though, um, they didn't before. Like, they, they, they are maybe a little a little later catching on. But they, ha- they have smart uh, uh, a, a smart front office. They're doing smart things. And they're, um, I, I think that they can they can sustain um, winning as, as long as they keep kind of doing what they're doing as far as like strategy is signing people and, and, and keeping their, their, their uh, minor leagues strong. Um, I think one of the, the, the it's, it's just fun um, is that they've got their DH is like the same age as, as me, Nelson Cruz. He's like 41 years old and still like hitting home runs and still, and still like strong baseball players still going <laughs> strong. So, so he's, he's uh, going to be a fun player to watch, assuming that he keeps up his, his production of, of the past uh, couple seasons, a uh, few seasons, he's one of the the, the um, best power hitters in, in the league. Uh, if you look over like the past like five years or so, he, he hits a lot of home runs and he and he and he, he does his job well as a DH. Nice. Well, so now we have four B teams. Let's, uh, let's list them off. Let's just list them off. Okay. Well, so the Twins, the White Sox, we covered those today, and last week uh, I chose the Milwaukee Brewers. And uh, I can't remember which team did you choose? The Nationals, from the, the Washington Nationals. Nationals. So um, is next week our season preview? Um, I think it actually is because the season starts on April 1st. So next week is um, so Mon- tomorrow is the week of the 22nd. So, yeah, that would place our recording date on March 28th. So that's uh, the last Sunday before uh, before the season starts. Okay, so we will reveal our B team to root for uh, on, during our season preview. And and to be honest, I will probably be watching all these teams play, regardless of of of. of I'll be watching a lot of teams play. I'm I'm excited to watch the Dodgers play. I'm really intrigued and excited to watch the Padres play. I didn't pick I didn't pick any West Coast teams. Like I I, I like watching the A's a lot too. Um, the Angels we have to will stay be, up late to watch the West Coast. That's, team, but that's so. impossible for me to do. Yeah. And the, the Angels are going to be interesting to watch, but like, but the <coughs> sorry, the uh, Padres 
are, are the most exciting team to watch in the NL for sure. So you're, so I guess, you know, by that logic, maybe we should go with neither of the Brewers or the, or the Nationals. But I don't know. That's not, that's not, that's not spoil anything. We'll see, we'll <laughs> see who we choose. Um, okay. So, yeah. well, let's, uh, let's move on to our spring training cliche watch. You picked this one. Uh, got, got to find it here. Um, oh yeah. So, so Robbie Ray, um, let's see here. What do they say? Is this from the athletic, um, Eno Saris wrote this article. He says, everyone is in the best shape of their life, but it's worth noting, Robbie Ray came to the Jays camp with 15 more pounds of muscle than he had before. <laughs> and Ben Lindbergh but, found that if there is anything to the best shape of his life phenomenon, it benefits pitchers more than hitters. Uh, more meaningful, probably, is that Ray is throwing 96, 97 mile per hour bullets in camp so far. I, uh, I have to say, so that, though, that, that, that's good to hear. But I have to say, though, that for, for players coming with um more pounds of muscle into the season or like more weight in general that's that's what they they always do so because they expect to lose uh that uh that extra weight yeah so but i think it's more meaningful is, is 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 more than they would expect I, I think like they they maybe if they're just expecting to lose more weight they come in maybe at most 10 pounds but like five or 10 pounds heavier than their normal oh, playing weight i the I, I think it's more meaningful that Guerrero Jr. lost 42 pounds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coming into the season, but no, that's that's. It's a uh, meaningful. Like, it's a it's a meaningful cliche. We found that's what we I found was about to say. In in this, that's that's the, that's what to take away from from today's podcast is that we finally found meaning in spring training. <laughs> there we go. But uh, there's also you also put in a quote from Montoyo in there saying, uh, "What I loved." that I saw was everything was around the plate and that's what he's working on. He looked really good. So, you know what? I'm glad that he's working on uh, getting strikes. That's his job. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's, we've exhausted our baseball topics. Actually. Yeah. We had a lot of baseball to talk about this week. Yeah. So I mentioned my notes uh, from Vanessa. Did Krista leave any notes this week? She did not. She did not leave any notes. We kind of, um, we, we, we actually sort of, listen to the podcast together we listened back on monday while we were making breakfast so i don't know how well she was actually listening to it this week so so uh, no notes no notes um okay yeah i'll i'll i'll, I'll make sure that uh, I, I i i drill her for better notes next week <laughs> okay well uh, i gotta i'll start with my home run uh for for this so now week. we're into the personal yeah portion of this podcast it'd be we should have like like one of those like big like radio announcers like in like these like big stings that say like personal home run and things like that we should we should have it highly produced maybe maybe i'll try to to get some tv graphic sounds so we can have like a whooshing sound in between so for now though i'll just be, so say 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 this this is my home run and i'll, I'll provide the sound effect so so go, go for it. okay well this is here's my home run for the whoosh <laughs> So it's a very simple one. It uh, We had our first barbecue of the season on Saturday. I was very satisfied. I had to dig it out a little bit. Um, there, there was still a lot of snow in our tiny backyard, but uh, it was melted enough that I could take the shovel and clear away some of the snow around the barbecue. Um, and then at that point, I, ha I had to get the propane tank out of the barbecue and go exchange it. But... Uh, uh, everything was was ready to go. It lit up without any problems, and we had some nice hamburgers. 
that's the most scary part about barbecuing is when you're not sure what your propane level is. Like if you're like kind of like you get the new propane tank and you're like, depending on how often you barbecue, but you're like, I don't know, like into like two weeks into July and, like, is, and you start to cook. It's like, is it going to just go out on me? <laughs> well, and this time I knew it was empty though, because the last time in the fall that we tried cooking, it, it kind of died, which, but luckily, uh, it was so it died while we were while I was cooking, but luckily it was like after I had already cooked the food. So originally we were gonna um, keep the backyard clear around the barbecue and do some winter barbecuing, but that never happened this year. But the thing is, like, if you it, as long as you you like when you notice the first snowfall, you just gotta basically whether you're gonna barbecue or not, just turn it on, and so you'll have like this warm kind of circle around your barbecue that melts all the all the all the snow so you just once you once you know, and notice the blizzard starting turn on the barbecue don't barbecue <laughs> just turn on the barbecue and you and, and you'll you'll melt all the snow around it so you'll you won't have to shovel you'll 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 keep that area clear and not sure how that works but uh that that is also tied to before we get to your stuff uh the strikeout for me was also having to clean the barbecue after using it so that hasn't happened yet i haven't cleaned it uh, but I plan on using the barbecue tonight, so I will clean it before tonight's barbecue. But that means I'll have to clean it either tonight or tomorrow at some point. Well, from my experience, my brief um, three weeks working um, at the grill on Kelsey's, it is best to clean grills when they are hot. And that's why I did not last long working in Kelsey's, because I did not like to clean hot grills and I was not good at it. I had never cooked meat before like professionally or, or personally. And they put me in charge of cooking steaks. <laughs> I've never cooked in a restaurant before. And they say, you're going to cook steaks. So, so, so that's just think about that next time you go eat at a Kelsey's. <clears throat> they hired me. Well, we don't eat steaks at Kelsey's. So uh, what's your home run? Oh, um, my home run. Um, well, it started off as kind of a strikeout this morning um, um, at about four in the morning. And this is always when it happens. Um, our, our smoke alarm started to, to chirp. Um, and so yeah, that means low battery. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I, I, that, yeah. So so it's just started to chirp. And then and then. Um, I closed the door, tried to dry out the chirp because it was in another room, and then the cat started to attack my foot, so kicked the cat out, and then just it kept chirping, and and I I didn't I didn't sleep well, uh, but and then so I replaced the batteries this morning, and then but then it kept chirping, ah, so and and this this has happened to us before, and and my solution before was, um, just to disconnect the fire alarm, because <laughs> we have like eight of them in the house. There's a there's a lot in the house. Um, cause they're like hardwired in. Um, and, but this time around, I'm like, okay, well, we have to figure out a solution to this problem because we can't just unhook up the, the only, this is the only one in the, in, in the main level of the house. So I, I, I went online and I finally found a resource that just says, if your fire alarm keeps chirping, press the reset button and hold it for 30 seconds because it'll get rid of residual charges of the battery. So that was my home run. I solved the chirp. Um, I might actually end up hooking up the other um, fire alarm that we that that was chirping before um, 
later today and 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 that might uh solve that problem as well so that 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 has been like it's 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 been like something that's kind of been been irking me for since since actually uh, around the beginning of the pandemic actually the, the other one happened at the beginning of the pandemic so so, so we solved the so yeah that's that's why i'm thankful all our smoke detectors in the house are are hardwired so we don't have any batteries to change but d- don't you know of the uh the general uh rule of thumb is that you're supposed to change your batteries when you uh the the easy way to do it is when the time changes change your batteries I guess I should have done it last week. You're right, uh, but again, it's the residual charge that uh, is, is 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 stuck in the in the fire alarm. So I had to I had to to rid the the fire alarm of the residual charge. Uh, that's that's wow. uh, that's my that's my uh, Achilles heel, my my telltale heart, as as I as I said last week. Well, um, before we get to strikeouts or walks, we each have kind of like a a sub home run so i called mine a base hit um just this morning when i was cooking breakfast breakfast um everything timed out perfectly so i was just doing hard boiled eggs and uh and so i had those uh they were all done cooking and then um this is very simple which is why i called it just a base hit um but i i let them cool down and then when I, I decided, well, okay, I'm into, uh, I was making some toast. So while I was uh, peeling the shell off the eggs, I, I hit the, I put the toast into the toaster and uh, it popped just when I was finished the last egg. So perfect timing on breakfast this morning. That's, that's a walk. That's, that's, that's a walk. That's not a base hit. That's a walk. No, that's, that's uh, my walk is, is later. Well I'll, I'll, well, I'll have to judge your walk, and we'll see if that's actually your base hit, but we'll see. Um, well, we're talking about breakfast. My stolen base is uh, whenever I make Leo eggs for breakfast, he never eats his eggs, so I eat his eggs, so I steal his breakfast, basically. Um, and then he usually eats a little later. But, yeah, my stolen base is that I get to eat Leo's eggs for breakfast. <laughs> and and, and, and when, when this happened the day before, like, I, I, I made him the per- – he got – I don't know why I gave it to him, but – he got the most perfectly runny egg out of all the eggs that I made, um, but he didn't eat it, so I got to eat it. So that so it's, it's a stolen base, and 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 like usually so because like, you're stealing the the breakfast from Leo. I, I yeah, got yeah, you. yeah. So and 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 he lets me eat it. I don't get caught stealing. Um, sometimes I'll like do a couple of pick up pick off attempts where I say, "Can I eat your breakfast?" And he says no. But then he'll just go walk away, and I'll I'll, I'll steal his breakfast. I, I forgot that I already mentioned my my strikeout. So why don't uh, why don't you go with yours? Okay, well, I, I call this strikeout the the sound of two children crying. Um, it's kind of um, when when they're both kind of yelling at the end of the day. They're both tired. Like I, I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Uh, Leo was over at Grandma and Grandpa's, so that means that he doesn't get his afternoon nap because he just goes crazy and bounces off the walls for a few hours and chases around the dog. Um, and and I just couldn't get Bo to, to to nap in the afternoon either. I tried like five times and he was just not willing to nap. So that means that come around like 5.30 or so, they're both tired and hungry while I, I'm making supper. And they're both very also very cranky as a result. So they're both like crying in stereo on both sides. Like one, one kid, one, one's crying, one's asking for milk. But they both drown each other out. 
So so it's both Zen and chaos at the, chaos at the same time because I can't hear what they're saying and I can't hear myself think and my mind is clear. That sounds more like a walk. That one, but no, it's just, it's it's it, it yeah, yeah it's 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 everything. It's 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 an inside the park home run. It's a walk. It's a it's a it's 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 a strikeout. It's uh, uh it's it's everything and it's nothing. It's 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 Zen. Well, my walk this week was uh, just. In general, our uh, our house purging is coming along pretty well. We just got rid of a, a bed and frame that wasn't working for us. Uh, we bought it like over a year ago, and it was just taking up too much space for what we wanted to do. So we were able to get rid of it this you week. Sleep? But uh, <laughs> but but uh, purging in general, in and of itself, it means that we had too much stuff to begin with. So that's that's why this is this is a walk for me. Neutral result. Maybe that's more of a call to the bullpen. I don't know. You're like getting rid of the old and bringing in the new. Well, we haven't brought anything new in, so we're just getting rid of stuff. Okay, so you 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 haven't warmed up any pitchers in the bullpen yet. No. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I guess my walk is 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 my meal time calculation. This I don't know. This could even also be a, a strikeout. I don't know, or maybe a foul ball. Um. Basically, like, uh. You know, you, you, you buy ingredients to make stuff. Like three weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to make fresh sweet potato uh, fries in the oven. So, like, I, I, I get those in the groceries. And, and then three weeks later, I finally was able to to, to ha- find the time to, like, just put basic simple, like, cornstarch, salt, pepper, toss them in oil, and put them in the oven. So, like, I find, I find that um, when you have kids... Uh, and you and and you're you're cooking meals for them and everything. It's um you, ha- you can't really rely on recipe cooking time because you have to add uh for me it's I guess three weeks to any recipe <laughs> to adjust for cooking time. Uh, I I I can see that we don't add three weeks, but sometimes we buy stuff and and don't end up uh, using it right away. So often. For that reason, we try to wait until we actually want to make our recipe, and then we go buy the ingredients. Yeah, that well, yeah. Like if I ever want, wait until I want to make a recipe, that would be never. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at a personal. I used to cook notes. every week. I used to cook every week, and I would make like Krista, uh, like a week's worth of, of 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 Tupperware meals to bring to work. But now she 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 goes to work, but she can't like eat in the in, in the lunchroom anymore because of covid rules and all that stuff so we don't right. do that anymore well i'm at a personal notes for this week you have anything else well oh yeah my, my just just back to baseball with all all the baseball that i'm gonna watch and all the tv shows that i watch uh and save up on my pvr like i'm worried that it's gonna start like you know like fuming and like smoking because of, of all the stuff that that gets clogged up on it i'm gonna like it's, it's gonna take me like just all year to, to just get through all my like master chef Canada episodes. I guess, I, I guess though, like I can rely on, 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 on like mom and dad can just describe the episodes to me. <laughs> well, I think they're more likely to, uh, I don't know what they don't, they don't watch those shows. They really. do. They do. Do they? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say they, they probably would, would be more likely to tell you what's on, uh, on, on the news. Cause well, I, yeah. I keep hearing, or I well, 
they ask me every time if I saw something on the news and my answer is always no, because I don't watch the news. <laughs> that's, that's me too. Like, did you watch the CTV news at six? And no, I don't watch the nope. CTV news. <laughs> no. Um, I guess, I guess I assume that they don't listen to this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's, 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 let's end that off. And, and well, I guess um, last week we thought that maybe it was the end of the Brita filter update, but uh the saga continues. Well, what uh, what happened with the Brita filter? I don't get it. Well, okay. Well, first, first, um, let me do the Brita filter update uh, sound effect. Whoosh! Shouldn't it be a, a dripping sound? Maybe, maybe, yeah. A drip, drip, drop, drip, drop. Maybe you can like uh, foley that in a little later. I don't know. Um, well, that last week because Krista refilled the the filter on me so that that's that that was why we thought it was the end of the Brita filter update right so that's isn't that it no no because once it's filled um you sort of get this like we call it uh, call it like the honeymoon phase where we're like you know like oh it's fresh water refilling it on a regular basis but now the honeymoon phase is over because um ever since krista replaced the filter um i guess she thinks that it absolves her from refilling the jug with water because I'm, I'm, it's always like near the bottom, like almost empty and I'm always the one who has to refill it. So, um, yeah, so that, so I guess we just have to kind of monitor the water levels from now on, as well as the, 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 the quality. Um, it's still tasting fresh to me. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I, I do have to refill it. I'm the one to refill the, the Brita filter, uh, jug. I, I was wondering, I don't know if I asked you this week, what color is your Brita filter jug? Uh, well, it's predominantly clear, but uh, the accent color is blue. Oh, I got a, I've got a, I'll, I'll call it a, a lime green Brita filter jug. Oh, yeah. What, what but, shade of blue is it? Well, it's probably close enough to Blue Jays, like the backdrop that I'm using. It's not quite as, as light, but it's close. Okay. That's it's important. So 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 close to the to the Blue Jays blue is is your your Brita filter. Close enough. Okay, that this was an uh, an important update. So that was that was your Brita filter update. Um, stay tuned next week uh, with more exciting Brita filter uh, and baseball news. More baseball, I hope. All right. So well, then next week we'll uh, we'll pick our our B team. Yeah. Officially. Um, well, you know what? I'll let you you go over the teams. You 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 crunch the numbers because you are the um uh casual baseball fan between us and because I'll I'll probably be watching all those teams. I'll let you pick the team. You be the one to pick the team and um well you you can announce it and you'll surprise even me, okay? All right. We'll see what uh we'll see what I come up with. Okay. I can I can tell you right now that time zones will probably come into play so well, we'll that's see. why that's why we chose only east and central like there's only like an hour <laughs> difference between central and 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 our, our time difference so yeah so let's uh we'll, we'll see what happens okay and then um and i guess also next week is our season preview in general yeah. so what so. we need right now is some some mysterious soap opera organy uh music to go under it and where we say tune in next week where we announce our B team and give our predictions for the Blue Jays season. I think that's good enough for me. Okay. Bye-bye.
All right, bye.